This episode is brought to you by the following patrons, Jay, Candice, Janice, and Dre. We thank you very, very much for your support, and we greatly appreciate you. Enjoy the show. Did we all uh, get a rebuttal, like I asked um, Devin? I haven't got it yet. Okay. She said she's going to write it. I don't know. Oh, well. If she did calls you, me the B word, don't send it. I see. So okay. I'm waiting until she gets home. All right. Well, this is Raven? Yeah. Is she mad? Nah. I wouldn't no? let her listen. I wouldn't let her listen. You will let her listen? Well, you should let her <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I now like, I kind of want to read around for feedback. <laughs> I was like, nah, you're good. You don't need to hear it. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, we can start in a minute, but I'm kicking myself over that um being washed this past weekend because right? it, it honestly did not because I had we had access to everything, but I was like, okay, I'm tired. I don't really want to go out, and I we don't really have a chance to see the city anyway. And then Selena was like, well, I mean, you can go, and I was like, oh, I don't really feel like it. It's just Janet Jackson. It never occurred John, to me. Janet Jackson. I you know. hear the you you hear the wealth. You hear that well? <laughs> I done seen her like 12 times already. Yeah. You seen one, you've seen them all. And I literally said, I'm not trying to see Janet Jackson unless she's going to take me up on the stage and give me a lap dance, which I knew was not going to happen. I was just being sarcastic. Yeah, and but Selena it, probably yeah. would have been like, well, Selena probably would have been like, eh. oh, she was, <laughs> yeah, she was all right. She was like, okay, whatever. And so I was like, I'm cool. But it just never occurred to me that other people, go to concerts mm. <laughs> and and where we were. So I was like, oh, I could have been kicking it. I could have had exclusive content. But, mm-hmm. but it's all it's all good. It's all good. You know, another opportunity. Us, Welcome to the Edit That Out Podcast, where we always leave it in. I am your host, Jawan, and with me, as usual, are my two co-hosts, always starting with ladies. First, Jamel, how are you doing tonight, young lady? I am blessed and highly favored. How about yourself, good sir? I am perfectly fine um, tonight, and joining us as well, of course, is the homie, young Devin. How you doing, sir? I am glad you asked. I did not think that you would ask me, <laughs> but I am, as to copy Jamel, blessed and highly favored because I got nothing. <laughs> well, so fantastic. we out here. Well, fantastic. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. So, but yeah, we're reconvening this evening. Listeners, you're probably hearing this a day, uh, going to be hearing this a day later than what you're normally used to. But um, that was my fault because I was um, traveling this past weekend and did not get home on our normal recording night. And plus it was a holiday as well. So, you know, it's national cookout day. It's national, you know, and that's all we are celebrating Mm -hmm. over, Mm -hmm. over here. I don't Mm -hmm. know what these other motherfuckers be celebrating because we had a wonderful national cookout day. How about you guys? Uh, Uh, Go ahead, Juwan. It was fine. I had some brisket, some lovely brisket. When I was out, I got some nice steaks, Jamil. I was able to find um, the Wagyu. 
Um, <gasps> you found well, a wagyu. I found well, wagyu when I was a. So I bought three of them, and they're currently in the freezer. I might get a chance to do them um, this weekend. Uh, so we're now, gonna. Oh wait, are those. those all three of these for you, or are you sharing them with your family? You know what? <laughs> I kind of want to cook them all and just kind of like give them like you know give them like maybe a fourth. You know, and keep the fancy shit for myself. And like, here you can have your regular ribeye, but let me keep this all this wagyu to myself. Right. Uh, <laughs> what does so, it say? Daddy gets the big piece of chicken. <laughs> in yeah. this case, the big That's piece right. of cow. Exactly. Also, I'm gonna do an experiment for my foodies on the show. I got a whole bunch of um dry age pellicle, which is kind of like the uh, outside of when you dry age. Um, like it's like the fat and you know some of the meat that's dry aged with it. So I'm gonna grind it up into a burger, but I'm also gonna grind it with some foie gras as well. Oh, uh, a, bless you. As an experience. <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, try that. But how how was yours, Devin? I had chicken and burgers, so it's very basic around here. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm about to say that sounds bad. This nigga just said he had uh, brisket and something I can't pronounce. So uh, <laughs> as we go to the light-skinned, mellow yellow portion of the pod, we'll see how bad y'all make me feel. Go ahead. What do you? What did you have? Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Let's see. We had ribs, wings, um, hot dogs, burgers, cornichons, fried corn, deviled eggs, potato salad, crab dip, because we are in Maryland. (laughs) Um, Let me see. Uh, 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 I made a pound cake. Uh, A friend of mine made a mango pie. Oh, that sounds delicious. It was glorious. Okay. Lexi, if you're listening, glorious. And her boyfriend. Oh, she has a boyfriend. Hey, boo. Oh my god! Her boyfriend um it don't matter. made this <laughs> made this um peach bourbon tea. Mm-hmm. Glorious! So yes, we ate and we ate well. Oh, I did good. have the opportunity to eat potato salad and baked beans. I chose not to. If y'all <laughs> understand why, I am picking up what you're putting down. Was it right. were, there, were there raisins in it? I would not tell you because I just said. <laughs> Oh, that got really close to my burger. (laughs) That's all I saw about it. I did not actually examine it. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just wondering. So uh, nobody blessed the hands that prepared it, I presume? No, absolutely not. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm glad glad y'all do without me having to say it. Right, right. I mean, come on. What podcast are we on? <laughs> so, come so on. what are we? So, what are we here for? I have a surprise. Oh, okay. Do tell. I have been updating y'all kind of throughout the group chat, but mm-hmm. I am fully caught up on the boys now. <gasps> yeah. Uh, I am out here, and I did have a question listening back to the pod. There was a part where Jamel mentioned something about uh, a train and something that he did that you were. Happy about it than someone that you didn't feel uh, remorse for. So, or... did you see the latest episode? Yes, I'm fully. I just watched it. You're fully okay. Two hours out. Two um, hours okay, so the episode before last, hero gasm with all of that. Yes. Um, I was very happy that he gave um, uh, Blue Hawk the James Bird Jr. treatment. Mm. Um. Which basically means I don't know who was, that is. 
Uh, he was uh, basically he killed him. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm very or, glad he killed him. He deserved it. However, comma he hectored him. Yeah, you can say that too. Hector. <clears throat> Greek mythology. Oh, okay, yeah. When he but when um, Achilles dragged him off and tied him to the back. Because his brother fucked uh, Agamemnon. Agamem- that is a, that's a very good, that's a great reference, Devin. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Deep cut, Devin. That's I amazing. love that, That's my shit. That Greek mythology shit is my bag. I learned something new about you today. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, we, um, uh, okay, so yeah, I was happy that um, Blue Hawk got his just due. However, comma, if uh, A-Train had died, I would not have been upset. Also, comma, um, I don't feel sorry for A Train. He's not white. He's A Train. <laughs> that's basically what he said. So if you want a racist heart, you know, and that's the thing, like he got a racist heart and whatever, and he's just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. But sure, yeah, I'll do the spin. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you mm-hmm. still follow? Okay, all right. So you ain't learned nothing. You just like, oh, I have a racist heart. But yeah, yeah, no, I'll talk shit about Starlight and I'll do all of this and Tom Hanks can be my uh, white savior. And I'll, okay, girl. Okay, girl. So I got a question for y'all. And I mm-hmm. asked I asked y'all this on the, uh, in the uh, group. Jamel light-skinned to me and didn't respond. Jawan did. So mm-hmm. there are no good people on this show. Like, no. it's Starlight. Just, yeah, Starlight you and, lo- uh, and uh, Mother's Milk. Yeah. yeah, they're the oh, only God, good people. That's right. Is he a little light for you, ain't he? He is, but I'll make an exception because that nigga fine. We're we going to get into later on, we're going to get into what is the true definition of light skin because I'm confused now. <laughs> so Listen, listen. We talk about it and we will definitely talk about it because some of these people that were considered light skin, I'm just like, oh girl, where? Mm. <laughs> if, they're not, if they're not Jamel's hue, I don't consider them light skins. That, right. I mean, I mean... <laughs> I'm pretty much the baseline for light skin. Okay. Right, right. right. I, I'm really glad you caught up on the um, boys, Devin. I'm mm-hmm. and like at the beginning of the um, like the first three episodes, like I said before, I wasn't really feeling it because I thought it was kind of derivative of things that um were already kind of um touched on to add not to like to full extent in pop culture. Um, cause when, and it was mostly when they got to that whole A train thing, when he was doing the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial thing, I was like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. y'all not really doing anything new. But like I said, I, it, 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 um, brought me back, it brought me back in. I'm really enjoying, um, what they're doing with, um, Laz Alonzo, Alonzo, Mother's Milk and his character with the yeah, daughter and everything. A lot more to do. So yeah. now I, mm-hmm. I haven't told y'all this, but oh, are, yeah. is he, is he y'all's favorite character? Mother's that's who y'all's favorite character is. I would say Mother's Milk is my is one of my favorites. I'm liking him. I'm also really liking Black Noir this season. He's the I'm heart really, of the show. Yeah. Uh I'm really interested in Black Noir. And I think my I would say though the MVP of this season, honestly, is Homelander. And and I only say that because Anthony Starr. Is he fucking, is doing the damn he, thing. He like he is. He's really, really. He's he's on uh, kicking ass on that show. I'm glad you said that. Now, mm-hmm. is would y'all consider him? We got like a a taste of like. Well, I guess we always get a taste of it, but like getting worse and worse as the seasons go. Like, are mm-hmm. y'all okay with him just getting worse and never have any consequences for it, or do y'all? Because I know this is the comic, and I don't know anything about the comics. Yeah, me but either. like. 
I don't either. I want this nigga to die. I do too. I definitely <laughs> like. And I feel like we're it, never gonna get he's it. He's getting the Joffrey treatment, honestly. Like he gets worse. More on that later in this worse, episode. And worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, man, I I don't know. Like I, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Soldier boy, tell him uh, he is, <laughs> he is a whole piece of shit. He is a piece yeah. of shit, but he has the best lines. Ever. Man, that shit when he said like these women, these old brats, like, oh, like they, yeah. they, just they need to age warm them like up. wine. They're right. delicious, but they dry so well obviously, but he's like one of the first people that actually like, even though he doesn't age, mm. he's fucking people that are his age. Yeah. Did you notice that? Because uh, yeah, he's supposed true. to be like in the hundreds or something like that, or maybe like ninety something years old, and he's fucking like elderly women. So I'm just like, okay. so do, so do we think that he's a bet? Because like at least for and I've only watched it one time, but mm. Mother's Milk, his whole animosity towards him is basically a misunderstanding, right? I do think that's a red herring. I because mm-hmm. because the reason I think it is because. You gotta do. They're gonna have to do something to bring Mother's Milk back into the fold with Butcher, with Butcher and Huey, and Butcher he's and Huey, die, as we though, know. Right? I want like him to have doses. powers so Well, bad, he's against. Po- but he's against powers though. No, but I want. Butcher, I want. I die. want him to get him. I want him to get powers so bad. I'm talking about Mother's Milk. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, I believe he have like he's already like you know kind of strong. He snack can't go up against a soup, but he's pretty damn strong. But he's my thing is delicious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just believe that whole mother's milk thing is probably a red herring and that it was either another soup that killed his family or it was like um, or it was just another uh, accident. And he was told I, you know, it was obviously it was, right, like an Star, accident. Yeah, what Starlight yeah. said, it was like, dude, they just, you know. It just is collateral damage. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, an accident is in. It didn't happen the way that he believes he remembers, remembers it. Because he, he was a kid. It. Yeah. So I believe, you know, that's what I that's what I think because I want them to breathe back in the fold with Butcher. So I think they're gonna do something at the end. Also, I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. So what I, and also another thing, Jamil, that you alluded to was when A Train was in the hospital and he got um, Blue Hawk's heart. I thought Ashley was also gonna say, "Oh, and surprise, we also gave your brother Blue Hawk spine." Huh. That would, I don't you know, know if they have that type of. They don't um, have that Wakanda technology. <laughs> yeah, they might not <laughs> have that Wakanda man. technology. Yeah. But plus, plus, I think she was just trying to stick it to fucking A Train. Like she didn't have no problem with his brother. Mm. You know, because like A Train has has been a consistent piece of shit. Mm-hmm. True. But you know, but what I was gonna say was, and I, and I know everybody's mad at Butcher for like not letting, or at least Mother's Milk is mad at Butcher for not like letting him fight him. I'm, but I'm sitting here like, girl, you were going to die. Like, Butcher Loki saved your life. It's suicide if you try to fight him, bro. Like, if you want to fight him, and if you want to do the fair one, uh-huh. maybe take that, maybe take the 10 feet. I'm just saying, I really want to see him really, really whoop some ass. But I understand why he doesn't. Uh-huh. I get it. I just want him to do it. <laughs> so I want to I wanna throw out something to you guys. Can we have a wrap-up of, of the boys? I think that would be a great idea. Are y'all down for that? I think the season finale is um. Yeah, and I don't know. I was about to say, what day does it drop? Because I have no idea. Friday. Friday. Yeah, it comes on late Thursdays or early Friday. Yeah, 
we'll talk about that on schedule. We'll, we can schedule that and see what All happens. Right. I think that's a great idea. So what are we here for? Uh, Jamel, I'm also sending you something right now. Okay. And we are, are here for P-Valley, season two, episode five, entitled White Knights. Triple entendre, don't even ask me how. Uh, it was written by Katori Howell, friend of the show, and directed by Pamela Romanowski, a white woman. And mm. I, I said it because they kind of kept it a little secret. I've had like uh, access to like the spoilers and the synopsis of the episodes, which I actually didn't use myself uh, writing these notes. But I, I had access to those. And um, they put in that that this episode was just directed by someone named Barbara Brown. But I think they wanted to keep this um, Pamela woman a secret because she's kind of a Hollywood, a more of a, a Hollywood person. So I guess they kind of wanted to, you know, uh, well, we don't want to know like we're dipping into some prestige here. So I found that pretty interesting. So I'm going to uh, start with um, Devin tonight. So what did you uh, think of this episode, sir? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I loved it. Um, ooh, uh, I w- the, uh, my first watch, I was like not feeling the beginning with the whole fairy tale shit. Mm-hmm. Especially with the stripper advice, I was like, "Who is this?" But <laughs> the storytelling as a whole, mm-hmm. the whole, once the whole episode was over, was amazing. I hate what happened in the episode, mm-hmm. uh, especially like, I, and I, I always try not to watch like the the recaps and like look at see what's in the episode. But you know how they give the warnings, and it says, you know, there's a hard R in this episode. And mm-hmm. I, I hate that I saw that because all I was thinking about was dreading where it was going to happen from. I'm like, was it going to happen from the creepy ass daddy? Was mm-hmm. it going to happen from Equinsu Ocha? Was it going to be Romy Rome? Was it going to be Wody? I didn't. Mm-hmm. So like the whole the first time I watched it, that could have affected me because I was dreading that. And it didn't happen to the very end. So I was dreading that the whole time. But second watch and, you know, subsequent other rewatches, I enjoyed it fully. Okay, okay. Um, and Jamil? I liked it. I definitely liked it. I I love that we got um, Keyshawn's backstory. We learn a lot more about her. And uh, Juwan, you called it colorism. Yeah. Colorism, colorism, colorism. The only thing that I guess I could say about this, um, it was real heavy-handed with the metaphors, like the Cinderella metaphor. Yeah, I can I mean, see that. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, okay, <laughs> we, get, we, we we get it, show, we get it, show. Your um, Uncle Clifford is supposed to be her fairy godmother, Patrice Woodbine is supposed to be her fairy godmother, mm-hmm. she has an evil stepmother, but not so evil stepsisters, they're not, they didn't treat her badly, they didn't treat her yeah, badly. Yeah, they, they actually, like, loved her. Yeah, they did, but I mean, you know, it is what it is, but like, it, yeah, it was incredibly heavy-handed but i mean yeah no i thought it was cool i, I thought it was cool okay cool I, you had something else to say david i don't know how shitty they are though for allowing their mom not allowing but not voicing their concern about the the mom just closing the door in their pregnant sister's face but did they see that i don't remember yeah they were they going saw, right on the oh, steps oh oh yeah you're right you're right okay okay we'll get we'll get into it um I thought this was the best episode of the um, season. Dare I say, hmm. one of the best episodes of the series. Oh, um, boy. I typically 
And I know this like at the at the heart of this show, you know, it has it, we look at it from a lens more so of um, comedy. But I do like it when shows delve off into more heavier, serious topics and they create a platform where they can it, where they can examine those things, especially with this particular episode, uh, along with examining, of course, the um, domestic violence that occurs i do like also that katori hall is playing with these other themes that she's sprinkling in when talking about stories of 2020 i get into a little bit more deeper in that when we start going to the, through the rundown but i do like that she's doing that um i do like that we do that we have got mississippi's backstory i think a lot of people have been wanting this for a while to just to find out who is she or how did she get to be who she is and especially in orbit of this of this uh, white man uh, hmm. who is a uh, who's uh, abusing her uh, and I do I've seen a lot of the discourse online about well, why would she stay or or I, or I would have did this uh, or and, it's easy to say what uh, you can do when you're yeah. not in the situation right but all in all again I, I really and love this episode very very heavy but very necessary um i just wanted to I'll start off by saying as well when i say this is a triple uh triple entendre uh i don't did y'all catch what she how she did that with the title well i don't even know what, what the White title Knight? was yes um well okay i'll tell y'all so when i say it's a, tip, a triple entendre because uh, a white knight refers to a fairy tale hero character Mm-hmm. which was uh, Prince Charming, which they referenced this episode. A white knight is um, also a person or a company that makes a counter offer for another company or doing a hostile takeover. That's Wody. And hmm. also it's a reference to the white knights of the Ku Klux Klan, which I were did not re- pick that up, which were referenced kind of slightly in this episode as well. So that's why. So, so they did like they was pretty clever uh, with the, with this title. So let's go ahead and get into it. So I kind of did this in sections um, of where I wanted to pick it up, uh, how I wanted to discuss it. So I'm gonna start with um, Mississippi Nights to cover what happened in that in um, that section. So and by the way, this episode is entirely narrated by Uncle Clifford, which, as Jamel said, it is inspired by um, a fairy tale, um, particularly Cinderella, um, which I believe is the second show that we covered that referenced Cinderella. I think it was in Euphoria. No, that was Snow White. <laughs> I did it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Same so, thing. No, that was that wasn't Snow White. That was Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Okay. So um, same thing. So uh, once a, once upon a motherfucking time in a <laughs> land far, far away from Pussy Valley. <laughs> AKA Atlanta. We open to a DJ announcing a party at Sapphires in Atlanta, which is not a real club. I look, I try to see if it was a real club. Maybe they were nope. maybe they can say Magic City, but um probably not. Which I don't know why they wouldn't be able to, because it seems like that would be right up there, alley. But okay. Mm-hmm. And he's announcing appearances by Gigi McGuire, Jessica Dime, Miami Tip, 
And some and some lady named Jocelyn Hernandez who you better I, stop. You better I've stop. Stop it right of. now. Stop. You know I, I don't know who she is. I never We're heard kicking of him her. off the podcast ever. If you try me, 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 I'm a fuck y'all host up. Never heard of her, but apparently people was going crazy. Okay, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, I, I, shit, so but many. I was very excited to see her. <laughs> so Juwan's joking. I uh, really don't know. He who better is. be. Bitch, you better be joking. Have you, did you ever joke? watch um uh um what was that shit called? Uh hip hop love and hip hop Atlanta? Uh, uh no, I am single and not dating <laughs> a black woman. So no. That is definitely why Dre watched it with me. Anyways, um I see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was all up in and through it. She used to date Stevie J. I don't um, know who that is. They have a they have a child together, I think. Um, hmm. But yeah, wait, is he, that the nigga that made the sex tape with the other chick? Yes. Getting head on the bed. Wait, okay. He um, wasn't in, the in that sex. He was not. He wasn't in that sex tape, but his baby mama was in the sex tape. How okay. many baby mamas he got? A lot. I mean, niggas are nigg now here, Juwan. Come on now. No. Um. Yeah, I've I've heard the name Jocelyn Hernandez, but I honestly, have not. I, I, this is actually, honestly, this is the first time I've seen, seen her on, oh, like, okay. in, in anything. Uh, I've heard her name before, though. Yeah, no, she, Which she, one was um, this one? The one that was fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Puerto Rican princess. <laughs> the one that, that was, that walked up to her and talked about her stomach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's who she is. I, I honestly never saw her until I had, until I saw her on the show. But, uh, and you said she's fine? Her. She was oh. a firecracker on um, Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she no, would was, fight was everybody. She, was she on there with Cardi B? Yeah. Back in uh, the no, 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 no. Cardi B was on the New York one. This was the uh, Atlanta one. That's uh, why I tell you the something. Last one, yeah. What's up, David? Uh, because because I don't have time to. Uh, well, I don't want to take up your time. I'm gonna edit out my feelings about how I felt about her. You can say whatever you want to say. It would be very problematic. (laughs) Yep, let's not even do it. Just text me. All right. So Keyshawn and Rome are backstage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm not even going to say you added that out. (laughs) So they're working out a brand deal for a wig line. You about to have your own lace front line, bitch. (laughs) From the pank to the palace. It's nights like these where legends are born. And what I'm talking about! My bank account gonna be on Liddy in a bitty! That pretty little mug of yours finna be everywhere. As a matter of fact, they already sent you some for your wig curl. Look at her. Go ahead and pick you one out for the night, boo. Mm-hmm. Blue water away. We got that red Kool-Aid Peruvian. And this one her, that motherfucking five-layer skunk. <laughs> Ghetto. Keyshawn knows she's face a ditty. Okay. What about that one? But she know I'm Clifford Rude 934. Sometimes you gotta rock that half human, half synthetic lace front, okay? Long as it don't rock you. You ain't never rocked nothing like this before. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't think that go with my skin. Mm-hmm. See? That sissy chocolate go with everything. Look at her. Tonight is your night, and you're not alone. Remember that. But tomorrow, we start another two weeks of that dirty dozen talk. Wait, what? 
There's just supposed to be one more week left. I can't do no oh, another calm week. Calm down now. I already done cleared everything with your little Justin Bieber. He's straight. That wasn't the deal. Don't you worry about no deal. Rome, I gotta get home. No, no, no. What you gonna do is get this motherfucking money so you ain't never gotta go home again. I'm gonna get you out. Trust. The deal, though, seemed kind of sketch to me. Everything I'll- Rome does is sketch. Yeah, so, uh, especially now with the whole how the episode played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was but there like, ever a brand deal? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It seemed kind of, it just seemed kind of sketchy to me because he deflected real quick and distracted her with that blind wig. Now but she didn't want that synthetic blind. Yeah, she wig. didn't want exactly. Now, um, Jamel, of course, Devin and I can see you, and you know, and also people that follow you on certain channels can see you as well. So I'm assuming that you have never had to wear a wig. I wear them for Halloween sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. this lady just said Halloween. That <laughs> yeah. is unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it to be. That was funny. So, I did. I did not mean it to be hilarious. That was. I'm sorry. This is my this is my dumbass male ignorance because it never honestly occurred to me like I under I know that women who are who do wear wigs frequently mm-hmm. you know protective styles X Y Z do they get their hair braided down but you know so like Mercedes for example and I understand the hair the braids are kind of thick so I never it never occurred to me that there's a fucking basket underneath it. Yeah, <laughs> that holds yes. it so it doesn't look like a big giant thing on your head. I'm like, how do you do that? Because yes. Selena doesn't wear wigs either. So I was mm-hmm. like, I never, I never had an example. So I was, I yeah, was... you can really just like there, there's a cap that you put on um, over your hair, and it's a, it, it compresses a lot, uh-huh. and it's easier when you have it braided because you don't have to compress. Like you, you, y'all can see me right now if you, if you've been to my instagram you i have a lot of hair mm. um and you can compress it down i never okay. noticed interesting interesting so because is skeptical about it because like myself she doesn't think that blonde and black go together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, micah from, i, I uh, could go either way on that by the way micah from <laughs> black on black really cinema well is really serious about not black women not wearing uh blonde wigs i remember that yes i do remember that so, but y'all do think the wig deal, do you, so you don't think the wig deal was real or you think it was selling pipe dreams or it's just unclear? It time? was, it was, it was bootleg. Like mm. she's talking about this whole wig deal and then it comes to be this synthetic deal. And then it's just like, well, it's kind of happening, but not really. And then we gotta, gotta do this a little bit. Then you got, might have to suck my dick. And then like, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems oh, it's pending, shouty. It's pending mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. P word. Right. So Rome asks Keyshawn to do another two weeks on the murder tour, but she starts to say no, but he cuts her off and tells her he's already cleared it with her overseer, a.k.a. her mm-hmm. little Justin Bieber. Um, and she says she's need, but she needs to get home, but he says, bitch, what you gotta do is get on the stroll and get my bankroll. Mm-hmm. He really, he really did. <laughs> like, he I, definitely I, was he, just like, I got kids, nigga. I have <laughs> children. He's he like, like, you're never gonna see them again. <laughs> pretty much pretty much like you you don't have to deal with them at, he basically he fucked them kids that's what he right because he's trying to get her paid and saying that she ain't never got to go home again but he tells her he's trying to like he's trying to get her out as in her situation do you mm-hmm. think he was being genuine though 
at this he's point. Probably, well, yeah, maybe so. a little bit, probably because he wanted to hit, but mm. he also forgot all about them kids because he was probably like, uh, no, we're not doing kids part, but uh, <laughs> I can get you out as long as you uh, maybe uh, uh, suck a dick, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right. I don't <laughs> think he was genuine at any point. I oh, think okay. all this whole episode throws out all of his fake genuineness because it just proves that everything he was doing was for the, you know, the gene. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I I got you. I got you. I don't, I, cause you know, like I said earlier with Rome, it can go either way. I did. He kept saying they were uh, women like her a dime a dozen. So that's what made me think. Yeah. At the end. And I was like, he did say that, but I didn't know. I can tell whether or not if he was like, really concerned about her mm-hmm. about her because of what was going I don't on. think he meant that she's a dime a dozen I just think that was bravado and locker room talk at that point more than trying likely to say, say, be right. I got you because I that's you. what he was all I mean what she was trying so hard for she was just a dime a dozen mm. that's fair that's gotcha. fair okay, okay. alright look at Devin getting, getting is, I'm um, out here okay you I are not just take a nap. I did not I am <laughs> okay so the whole club and Big Tick's giddy ass is going um is going wild over Jocelyn Hernandez with her BBL and thick English as a second language accent because she's flying well, on mean, stage. You know, you know. Yeah, I, legit I was going to say like, something problematic, but I'm not mm. going to. But you know, being that he become he is part of the LGBTQIA plus family, um, mm. I know the gays do love mm. loving hip hop Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it's probably because she looked like a man. Disrespectful ass bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh shit. that's I gonna be edited it. out. That I said it. Fuck. Out. I didn't mean to say it. <laughs> you know you meant to say that. That'll yeah. be on the Patreon. It's fine. Right. <laughs> oh Maybe my god. Not. Probably not. So, it's fine. We'll see. I think about it. So um, so yeah. So Joshua Hernandez, obviously, like we said from love from with loving hip hop, is uh, making an appearance on the show. Folks are making a big deal about her. Like I said, I only seen her. I heard her name just in CSU today, but apparently, I gotta um, look look her up and uh, find more out more about her and her um and her um endeavors. Oh, so she's um, amazing. exploits. Mm-hmm. She used to rap. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was is not it good. Okay. All right. So this, so big booty Puerto Rican fairy godmother shoots a money gun at Keyshawn and tells her bitch catch these mega fours. Bitch, party over here. <laughs> and finally, her fairy godmother had arrived. Life was gonna be on Liddy in a bitty. She was one step closer to the tower. Hey, what y'all doing out here? Should I like bow or something? Bitch, if you want to. Make sure you pick up the Mahundras off the floor, though. She could let down her hair and finally be free. This don't take some shot. Yeah, seriously, right. let's celebrate. <laughs> Celebration, yes. You know, you remind me of me once upon a time. You gonna make it out of here, cause your belly growling. Oh, damn. Bitch is a fucking megaphore. Come here. Let me tell you something. To them, you're going to always be a hoe. They ain't going to never let you forget that. But that's cool. Because like her sister Cardi B said, a hoe ain't never cold. What, you want me to come by your suite and dance for you? Nah, 
A bad bitch just needs to talk to another bad bitch. Is there anything sweeter than finally being seen for the precious gem that you are after a lifetime of feeling invisible? And invites her to her hotel room for some business talk and an orgy. And Keyshawn <laughs> accepts. Uh, and I, I'm going to skip this, but uh, Little Murder and Teak, by the way, are having a lover's quarrel because Murder still ain't told Teak who the fuck Cliff is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and murder uh, is and murder is mad. Yes. Murder is mad because uh, they're in a club in Atlanta and they ain't playing a Mississippi anthem. Like nigga, really? They It's Atlanta. Uh, it's, they're not gonna play a Mississippi anthem in a strip club you. in Atlanta. Yeah. Also, exactly. as Rome said, nigga, nobody knows you. Nobody knows <laughs> you. Right. But then again, that's his fault. Well, how are they going to get to Normandy if he won't let them on perform? Precisely. Precisely. Mm. Well, right. he got to do a better job at... Never mind. More on that later. Well, well, well mm. he was pushed. Yeah, let's, let's save it. So, but while partying in the hotel room uh, after the young show, Teak is still in his feelings and murder uh, can't just can't do right. Um, and Keyshawn gives Wody, is these niggas fucking... Bro, just Look. like Atlanta, just like Atlanta, <laughs> they just they don't say nothing. But she's like, is he? <laughs> they definitely that was are. Funny. Like, he definitely looked like, yeah. Yeah, these like, get him some ass. <laughs> me, my ass. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, because he definitely like, was just like, oh yeah, he needs some pussy or something like that. And like the way that little murder looked like, I know you didn't say that. <laughs> He's like, I didn't. You right. <laughs> so Rome comes in, gives murder. A couple of room keys for him and Teak because they ain't never stayed nowhere nice. But he tell but, uh, he tells them y'all. What they call it Imperial? What what hotel were they staying at? Uh, they I think they called it Imperial something. I'm assuming yeah. it probably was a yeah, Western. I missed it. But uh, like maybe they it was a stand-in for the Omni. Could mm. be. Mm. Built more maybe too. Yeah. 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 Built more. Um, but Ron tells them that uh, y'all gay asses can't come to the after party. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely and, not. <laughs> and Y'all Teak, too gay. Yes. And Teak throws the key back and says, fuck your homophobic bitch ass. I'm going to sleep mm-hmm. outside. Sounds like what I said. Anyway, go ahead. Right. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> What's I'm going to let a lot go. I ain't sleeping in no hearse. <laughs> sure. So so call sure. me whatever you want, but don't call me on the floor because I am not sleeping on the floor. And wasn't it Wody that winked at Keyshawn this time? You remember? I, I know yes. we've been we've been covering this show a while, but they we didn't really ever mention that that game that they've been playing where if we you wink at somebody. Okay, well yeah, the game where if you wink at somebody, you have to die in thirty seconds. Right. More on that later. But go More ahead. on that later. Yes. Okay. And um, good good call, Jamil. And but murders like. These um Egyptian cotton though. I this is I need these Egyptian cotton. So um mm-hmm. is Teak wrong for, for still being in his feelings though? I mean I guess not. I don't know. Like we don't know enough about their prior relationship to mm-hmm. really say much on that. Like I don't know. From the looks of it, they had some like a legitimate relate. Oh, hell, you know, I'm say that, but I truly don't know. Like, I don't know if he's been his feelings or if you know, he's just a hothead because that nigga is a hothead. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I I don't know. 
I had assumed that it was like a prison relationship that wasn't and but last week was the first time it was like consummated. It's mm-hmm. the is what I'm is kind of gathering. I felt or maybe it was something that was consummated in prison, but like, you know, we ain't gonna tell nobody about this. But it might not have been consummated in prison because I mm-hmm. feel like it well, you know, or maybe it was and then that three second uh fellatio job um <laughs> Uh, that uh, <laughs> Big edge. T gave him. Yeah, he, like, that's why I was like, you know what? That's why I'm not, that's why I'm sending your ass no postcards. Mm, right. So, um, <laughs> so, um, Teak and Murder Lee to go, like, have a, have a, another lover spat. And so, oh, and Keisha, right. Mm-hmm. And, and Keyshawn and Wody are still in the room. And Wody, t- and Wody tells Keyshawn that he doesn't like her hair, meaning the wig. And she's like, excuse you, nigga. And he says, <laughs> right. And he says kind of sweetly, I mean, I just like the hair that comes out of your head. Now, Woody is so nice. That right, was but, some game. I was did, like, he hit her with some thug shit. That was, he that did. was good. Mm-hmm. But did, so it, did it sound, did y'all think it was a little flirtatious? Thousand percent. Yeah, but like respectfully flirtatious, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, right. like, I'm going to tell you that you look good, but I will. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, be over the top with it. I'm just gonna pay you a nice compliment, and that's it. Mm, okay, okay. It's one cool. of those. It's one of those. Listen, you know, uh, I'm not. It's not about that unless you're gonna do it. That I th- that's kind of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you bout it, we can be bout it. But I, truly, really just a compliment. That's mm. kind of how I took it. Okay. Look, anytime a woman gives me a compliment, I think she wants to fuck me. Oh lord, <sighs> that was a joke. <laughs> I hope so because I've definitely given you a compliment. Before. I mean, if you're a woman, you want to fuck me. Let's just be honest, people. Oh, <laughs> okay. God. You think I'm glad? I, I, hey, uh, shout out to you. You know, right? Think very highly of yourself. You deserve. You deserve it. Right. Mm-hmm. If but, you don't think so, they won't. Mm, that's right. That's, that's exactly that's exactly right. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Devin, do you want to piss off black women and tell them how you prefer to wear them to wear their hair? Uh, he likes hmm. braids. I do. Oh, I yeah. love braids. Okay. Uh, I don't like women wearing. Should we? Should I do this? Don't do it's this. Patri- it, it, it's gonna. It can go to Patreon. And I would still say, please don't do this. <laughs> I'm still trying to get into black girl magic, so I'm gonna. Oh I'm gonna God. fall back. She's not gonna let you in. <laughs> Nigga not can't aspire. Okay. Nigga can't aspire. I want That's be all you're gonna be so doing. Bad. Mm. Okay. So I don't even want to talk. I just want to watch. No, no. I ex- I expect they'd be like sending nudes, like girl, look at my why titties today. Like they, they are titty in the day, girl. <laughs> I thought yeah. you thought it was only scrapbooking and personal freshness. That is all y'all <laughs> talk about. But then our menses are working. I'd be like, whoa, that's what I check out. But you know, <laughs> all the other so good cool. stuff. Okay. Mm. All right. So later on, Keyshawn is meeting Rome in his room, and he tells her the wig deal fell through. But you can market these stripper heels, though. And Mississippi is like, nigga, I know how to add, subtract, divide, and do percentages. And the market for stripper heels is too low for a good return. And Rome is like, huh? Uh, wait, never mind. Here's my dick. Mm-hmm. That shit mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. She's like, Rome, your dick. He's like, because like he yeah. came out just like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my robe's open. Oh, whoa. That shit must. What about just that? Like, what about so we, that? I guess. And we've already discussed it, so because the question was, was the whole blue guap deal at least with the start of season two? Do y'all think that was just a setup for the whole time leading up to this? Yeah. 
Okay, okay. No need to elaborate. Okay, I, I, I think did, he's a scammer, Loki. Yeah, I didn't think so, but I could see it. It, it was not shocking that this, I, this happened. I take it as he wanted to keep fucking. He didn't just want to fuck her one time. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt that he was like, I'm gonna fuck you to stardom, but you're gonna be my girl. Okay. Like, fuck you to stardom. Okay, so kind of like a reverse um, Star is Born type of shit. Hmm. Okay. I don't know I what that you. means, but yes. Right, well, Star is Born, he act, they had a relationship. So, okay, interesting. So, um, Keyshawn tells him to put the shrimp away and leaves the room. Jabet, to... would you like 30 seconds to comment <laughs> on Rome's dick? Not at all. <laughs> put it away. Right. And this is a crazy thing because, like, as a as a man, and I'm sure Juwan, no, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming you've never been where a nigga just pulled his dick out on you. Like, no, that I have. Oh right. my god, that's what that's where I was going. Like, I've, I, uh, I, uh, how do I say this? One time, my homeboy did tell me you should just pull your dick out, and I'm like, Nick, do re- people really what? do that? Yeah, and like, people really do that. I've like, been smacked in the neck with a dick. Before. What the fuck? That yeah. is wild. That is wild shit. Mm-hmm. So like, and we weren't doing woman, anything sexual. How do you how do you how handle do you get, that? Wait a minute. 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 Okay. Right. Patreon, Patreon incoming. incoming. Okay. Uh, that is just a, still a wild story. <laughs> that is that is a wild story. Um, listeners, if, subscribe if to hear Patreon it, if you want to hear it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, like I was saying that. She, Keyshawn runs into the other room to get her stuff. Rome follows her and tells her that uh, he know everything about this beard game that she's been playing with Little Murder and reveals that he planted a camera and recorded some gay revenge porn of him and Little Teak. I mean, Big Teak. I feel like that's illegal, but go ahead. It is illegal. Mm, um, thousand percent. And, and he calls them the F word. Yeah, it rhymes with maggot. Not cool. Right. <laughs> and surprisingly, so surprisingly, this nigga Rome is trash. I mean, uh, who knew? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Motorola Bluetooth headset, you know, should have gave it away. But mm-hmm. who knows? Um, I mean, he was like Blue Lives Matter. Like, yeah, he definitely week. Blue yeah, Lives Matter. Blue Lives like, Matter. I'm just like, OK, girl. All right, girl. All right. So, it's not and, surprising. And not only is he regular trash, he's also a rapist. Because Ugh, he rips Keyshawn's shirt half off, exposing her breast, and forces her on the bed. She gets the upper hand and fights back, scratching his face, kicking him in the balls, runs and runs crying to uh, Wody's room. And, and one she, of her shoes falls. Uh, she loses her glass slipper uh, in the oh, process. Shit, I never picked that up. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so she's knocking on the door. Wody asks her what happened, and she says, Rome tried to fuck me. No, yeah, he probably. Yeah, that wasn't just fuck. But go ahead. That's fine if you want to do that. Show. Right, I understand. And yeah, that's a question. Cause do you feel like she should have said rape, or do you? Or I do feel you... like a lot of shows are trying to stay away from that word. You think so? Uh huh. I've noticed I mean, a lot put of shows. disclaimer don't... in there. Yeah, a lot of shows try not to say it. Like I've noticed that they do. They do. I don't know. Have you ever seen Promising Young Woman? Yes, I have. Yes. If you notice, they don't say rape at all. Mm. Yeah, oh man, not, you know yeah. what? I didn't even I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. They don't I never even read all. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of shows are start are trying like to not say that. That was just that that that's just how I 
I um, interpreted it. Well, that's a and that's a good observation because I thought it was just that maybe the character didn't register it as ah, she registered it. Okay, um, you know, cause like, cause you hear like some women, you know, with um, with they those don't they don't think it is or they don't report it. And actually, what I was gonna mention before when you were telling your story, uh, some uh, Samaria J, uh, or Sam J rather has a show on HBO. It's kind of like a little variety show, kind of like a, um something like LeBron James is doing with the sh- with the you know, shopping stuff. She actually mm-hmm. before this episode uh, aired. That episode aired on HBO Max where they talked about uncomfortable sexual situations or sexual miscommunications and also the R word as, re- as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably link to it in the show notes, but it was pretty interesting. So um, she also tells Wody that Rome knows everything about Little Murder. Keyshawn, you alright? I'm so fucking stupid. What happened? Rome. He tried to fuck me. Wait, wait, wait. Say what? All this time he just wanted to fuck. That's all he wanted. I'm so stupid, Wody. You're not. Ain't nowhere near stupid. Naive, maybe. Ambitious, even, but. Stupid that. That ain't true. He know about low murder. Oh, what about him? Everything. He showed me a video. Second no, Wody, I'm done with this shit. I want to go home. And he also has it on tape. And Wody yeah, is like... Cool. Okay, yeah. alright, I'll be right back. He's like, say less, sis. <laughs> right. Don't even say anything. You stay mm. here, take this robe, cover yourself up, because I respect you. Take it off mm-hmm. only when you want to. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Oh, boy. I like okay. Wody, man. I like Yeah. Him. And so we'll be, we'll uh, continue that thread a little later. So we're going to move on to once upon a time not long ago when people wore pajamas and lived life slow when laws were stirred and justice stood. Devin does not know what that is. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> that was Slick Rick. Is that the guy with the eye patch? That is the guy yes. with the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Ah, Dev Tam Fight for New Rip. York. How mm-hmm. Right. So um, you know what? Uh, for this um, section, um, I'm going to do a little something. Oh God! This nigga got <sighs> domestic violence beer out. He okay. is drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Unless uh, y'all want to sponsor us, pay PBR. If y'all want to sponsor us, I mean, hell, I'll drink one on the show. Twenty-four um, ounce Pabst Blue Ribbon. That should gross. get me through the rest of this episode. Actually, no, that's not gross. That's great, Pabst Blue Ribbon. I think uh, uh, you should sponsor us, and we'll uh, all drink, even Devin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nigga. We trying to get yes, us paid. Yes, I will. Trying yes, to get paid. Yeah, I'm well. trying to get us paid here over here. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, 
so we're going to flash back to um, Keyshawn, who recently transferred to Chuck Lisa High. And she's on the on the cheer squad being coached by Gidget, uh, Devin's mm-hmm. fave. I love um, them. I ain't going to hold y'all. Yet. I mm-hmm. loved y'all. This is like their in, initial meeting. Yeah, this seems like, like yeah, yeah kind of like um meet, meet cute, you know. So um and also this is where she meets um Devin, what's his name? Uh Quincy Walter. Yes. And he's also a cheerleader. Mhm. Which explains why he was able to handle Diamond as much as well as he could because when you're a male Ooh, cheerleader good point. Yeah, you have to be able, you have to be incredibly strong because you have to basically live like what 130 pounds with one hand. Yeah, like come yeah, on, man, that's yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. You gotta nice be strong. So um, so uh, yeah, so they're doing the cheer squads. Um, Keyshawn kind of messes messes up. Her sister gets up and does it um perfectly. Um, and then Keyshawn is sitting on the bench by herself because she kind of like had a knot on the head and um. Snoop Connor starts to talk shit to Keyshawn and calls her through. And some um, other very, very colorist comments that I hated. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Devin didn't pick, pick that up? I don't know who Snoop Connor is. Snoop Connor is the recent recruit to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, boy. The running back? That's what I was about to say. I, the Jaguars have a running back from Ole Miss named yes. Snoop Connor. That's but, exactly, yes. yes. Oh, he was in the episode? No, I was making the fucking joke. <laughs> I oh, I was, I was about to say, because you do realize that <laughs> football players have helmets on. So if I don't know what they look like, that's not my Jesus fault. Jesus Christ. So I'm like, uh, oh, is he in the episode? Mm-hmm. Still thought a little about joke. Okay. So, my bad. It's now, did y'all know what through me meant before reading no. my definition, Jamel? I didn't. No. I did not know. Did you know that? I thought that was just Absolutely a Mississippi not. thing. So, I mean, if this is true, then apparently, according to Urban Dictionary, it means ugly. Oh, uh, how? That's exactly what I'm saying. I guess it's because, like, you know how, you know, a dude, he feels slightly like, well, bitch, you ugly anyway. Fuck you. Yeah, you know? that happens a lot, too. Yeah, and I and maybe it was all, and also because he did make that little, that little dark-skinned joke that, you know, he was trying to he pick he up. she was burned or something? What did he say? Yeah, it seemed like, like a burnt, burnt chicken, chicken nugget. nugget. Because she was oh, like, yeah. how? No. She's a beautiful shade of um a dark. Also, color. if if she looks like a burnt chicken nuggets, I'll take a twenty piece place. <laughs> yeah, honey <laughs> mustard on the side. No, if you get a twenty, so this is what you do. You're gonna take the tw- you're gonna get a twenty piece nugget, and then you're gonna take it to your baby mama house so all oh, and, three and kids then, can eat. <laughs> oh, see how you want to do. I'm, to- I'm totally okay with not feeding other people's children. Of course you know you're what? not. Oh right. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's wait what you, to be fair. As long as your child's eating, you're okay. I mean, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, me per, me myself personally, I feel as though I would feed all. I would feel bad and maybe go back to McDonald's and feed all the kids, but tell you like, hey, uh, next time you need to call these other niggas daddies, and mm. or, or you need to or have some food. Do you need help with groceries? Maybe I, we can find out some other situations. But then what you're not gonna do is put me on Facebook and everything talking about my dad be because I'm bringing my child that I made with you a, a meal. Because if I'm gonna come and take my child to Disneyland or Six Flags, then are these, the rest of them gonna expect to go? These these other three, these other three little nigglets is gonna stay home and, right. and watch they and wave at their brother bye bye while we right. go to Disneyland. 
So oh, children. <laughs> didn't do nothing. Yeah, she should have fucked better daddies. <laughs> oh my God. Let's move on, please. That's before we get saying. canceled. So in Quincho Ocho tells um tells <laughs> Ocho to leave to leave her alone. And <laughs> starts Ocho and starts right. getting red. <laughs> it starts getting red because um the dude spit on him. And he proceeds Yeah, that to, was a lot. I wasn't even was, mad at the Quincy Ocho for that. Like you don't spit on people. Right. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. If you are spitting on me, it better be my dick. <laughs> oh, God. That is the only place you're allowed to spit on me. Let's mm. move on, please. Or in my mouth if we're doing I'm, real. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 All right. I'm sorry. I'm about I'm to sorry. drop off, bro. Y'all can handle <laughs> the rest of this episode by yourselves. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he proceeds to beat the shit out of, a, out of Snoop. And showing his um violent side towards the black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Raekwon Davis and Dak Prescott tries to jump in and help him. I get Look it. Look how you want to be. Look how you want to act. <laughs> I know the sports. Right. I, I know. The okay, sports. girl. <laughs> they catch hands as well. And um and uh, Keyshawn doesn't make the cheer team, but um Inquicho Ocho, I can't keep it up. Uh, <laughs> uh catches up with her and is like. And he's like, they didn't suspend me because I got white privilege. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm white. He said, I got I'm the protection for the protection. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a stern talking to. Right. <laughs> and because uh, they want to like win the cheer scholarship or whatever, and he says like, you ain't, you ain't through. Which anybody that has eyes that she can see, she finds. So this nigga ain't special mm-hmm. by pointing it out. Right. right. But it is, I, and this is what pisses me off about mm-hmm. Jamel letting that white boy kisser is that they don't have to do nothing, but they take our black queens because they get a little bit of nigga love. I do not like it. It's like a tar and they get stuck <coughs> on that later. How? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fuck white one. Okay, go ahead. Hey, wait, go hold ahead. on. This is not about me. I have never had relations with a white man. That's just want to put it's that worse. out there. She kissed a white man. Oh my! It God. don't get no worse. Mm. So I don't even ho- know what to say. <laughs> so at home, we see Keyshawn tending to her two stepsisters and being ordered around by her evil stepmother, more Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And Keyshawn mistakenly burns off a, pe- a piece of maybe the top half of her sister's hair. And honestly, I didn't even know that could happen with a curl in the iron, Jamel. Yeah, yeah. Has so she curled it too much yeah, or something? I'm confused. Uh, no, she just left it on. If you notice, she was curling it was that burning. same piece too much. It was burning. Right. Has that happened to you before? Uh, yep. Oh man. Yep. And with a uh, curling iron or a hot comb? Um, curling iron. Wait, okay. so do you feel it burning? Yes. But you should so, be able to smell it. I mean, well, if it's on your skin, yeah. Like, depending on how close it is to your, like, your scalp, yeah, you feel it. I didn't feel, well, the only reason I felt it is because she burnt my hair and part of my forehead. But, oh, yeah. shit. I have oh. never gone back to her. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, I got stories, bro. Okay, well, we'll say those. Uh, so, also, the, um, uh, the stepmother gets mad and says her dollar is now yellow-waisted. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. which which is a callback to what Keyshawn said about Corbin in uh episode two of season one. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother used to say yellow thrown away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that I will say uh 
that the mom was coming a little heavy because one, the pretty one looks like Frogger's sister, and <laughs> the other one oh my God. is bald headed now. So Keyshawn already is number one of the crew. <laughs> she was incredibly beautiful. She looks yeah. better than both of them um, young ladies. To mm-hmm. me. And they weren't even ugly, but still. I mean. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. But it's, it's just more of that color complex uh, stuff. The light-skinned one, I'll just say this. The, the lightest one that they mm-hmm. thought was the prettiest one was by far the most unattractive of the three. <gasps> really? In, and the those, other one wasn't even light-skinned. Yeah, she was brown-skinned. That's well, what let's I'm go saying. Ahead, well, let's go ahead and get into it, because that was the question. And uh, words, It's not even close. Yeah, because I was looking yeah. at cause when I was watching this, and when they said, and when Clifford and the direction was saying, like, these light-skinned princesses or whatever, I was like, they, they're not light-skinned. They're not light-skinned. They are not the light-skinned. One, the one I, I would smell my is, own. <laughs> the one with the longer hair, yeah. She's light-skinned. She's like my color. But, like, um, mold, that right? other... Yeah, the other yeah. lady, the other young girl, like she likes me. Mm. Yeah, and not at all. It's Keyshawn, brown skin, Frogger. Yeah, she's just lighter than um, Keyshawn. That's it. Mm. Also, uh, Juwan, save this for me not being colors. Okay. 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 That's that is true. true. Right. That is true. And I was just going to say, Jamil, I seen you in winter. You're pretty pale. So, um... nigga. <laughs> What did I do? You kissed a white man. Must we add oh my on? We God. remind the listeners every week. <laughs> so, uh, so we are introducing um, stepsister, one of the stepsisters who's like gets a little bit more um, development in this episode, Alicia. Hey, what's up, Alicia? Good evening. So, was a bitch wrong through the mistletoe with a nigga or what? No. The fuck, Alicia? You say no to everybody who acts. You must be trying to go to the crocodile and not the niggatel. Gidget, mm. which one you trying to go to? I ain't trying to go to the crocodile for those honkies and make fun of my TJ Maxx dress. Bunch of overprivileged douchebags. Oh, like that Derek Wright. He asked me about my chirpies one more time again. I'm going to cut off his nuts and bake them in swamp water. Yes, Shella <laughs> Park. Yes. Rakuto. What the hell y'all talking about? Y'all didn't have a Christmas dance at your old school in Chulahoma? Nah. For the record, ours is called Misto. So. The hell it is. Since Shrek Alicia High's gotten blacker, the Wakis' parents been throwing their kids a separate Christmas ball on somebody's plantation. They said the Wakis sacrificed pigs and shit under the moonlight at the stroke of midnight. Stop! Veronica! Where the hell you getting all this shit from? The bathroom wall on the third floor beside the gym. It also says you get the best head. But I digress. Fuck flipping tables. The light skins is flipping her child. That's a compliment. Thanks, sis. Who apparently gives head for longer than three seconds. God bless. Right, girl. Uh, hey, she's not attractive, so she got to suck dick. God, God. Oh. I was like, that makes sense. When she said that, I was <laughs> like, really I get it. I mean, come on. Really you either have to have a great... Look, there's certain people that, you know, if they look a certain way, they can have a bad attitude. When you ugly, you got to either suck dick or be a whore. Mm. It's one of the two. All of this is getting in high school. Let's in, just in go high ahead and school. move on. In high school, I mean. 
That's even worse, Devin, but go ahead. I'm just, I'm just being. Please don't say nothing else. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. is this not true, though? I mean, are we, are we, am I, am I Little like key dropping? Talking. Jamel wouldn't know because she's light-skinned and tall, so she never had to deal with that. And she Jamal also was chased. Was, I mean, all right, but she's kissing white men, but <laughs> I mean, that's worse. I'd rather her be hoeing. Then kissing quite bit if I if I'm oh my God. If I if, if I had to choose, I'm just saying. But whatever. Okay. So um we do find we find out about the upcoming uh segregated dances jokingly referred to in this episode as Krakato and Nigrato, which and is they a Brazil. Do those, they do that too in Mississippi yes. too. Yeah. They do. I was gonna speak uh, speak on that. But a Nigrato is actually a Brazil nut, by the way. Um and in Mississippi, yeah, like you were saying, Jamil, segregated school dances did and sometimes still do happen in the South. And they did that happen. That's wild. Right. I thought and it, that they just made this up for the show. No, mm-hmm. it's actually, this is a real thing. And actually, there's a documentary about um, segregated school dances in Mississippi. And I believe, uh, well, Devin, you don't watch the news. I don't know, Jamil, if you heard this, heard this story. I heard about, about it. Yep. Yeah. It was like in back in 2008. I, I don't know if it was Mississippi as a whole, as a, as the state, or if it was just as one high school had mm-hmm. their first inter, um, uh, had their first interracial dance, mm-hmm. as in as in the blacks and white students going to the dance together. It was like the first time. That is wild. And I mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember if it was that one school or if it was in the states, but this was. But I do know it was in 2008, first one. Um. So Gidget is, but Gidget is like, I don't like honkies. I prefer mine's black.com. Thank you. And I'm poor white trash. So, mm-hmm. so she did end up going with a black boy. I did notice. Yeah, that. probably but, Devin. Go ahead. I mean, I would, I, exactly. I, mean, I know. Talk I'd about take me. Gidget. Proceed. I'm mm-hmm. taking, never mind. I'm I don't want to say that. Not I saying that know. on the pod. All My that mama shit talking is, about me. I mean, mm. You you gotta stop holding back because I still need, I need the content. So um, <laughs> so in Quinsu Ocho save um save, <laughs> I cannot do it. Quinsu so, Ocha <laughs> Ocha <laughs> saves. Ki- I spelled it right. <laughs> right, you, did. Right you definitely did spell it right. No. Uh, so he saves Kishan and her lace front from the rain in his Prius. And which is a shit car, uh, but they go on a prompt to not a date to Taffy's. My dad thought I was gay, but I was like, man, if you only knew, I have a good view from down here. <laughs> well, it's official. I got the call. I'm gonna be co-captain of the old Miss Cheer Squad next fall. Full ride. You been fighting the whole football team again? Nah, I was uh, fighting gravity this time. One of the flyers fell from the top of the pyramid. Shoe dug right into my fucking eye. Can I? You should wear makeup. Cover it up. I shouldn't look too beautiful. I'm not like you. You sure knew what you were doing. Rolling up on a black girl without an umbrella in the rain. How could I say no to your cherry? Just got my hair fixed. <laughs> I don't know if my Prius White counts in the chariot. <laughs> Can I get y'all something else? I'll have another order of the bacon fries. That's it? <laughs> Child. If I was you, I'd get something else too. He. 
can't afford it. You paying, right? You better be paying for this date. Well, it's not a date. Well, I... Uh-huh. <laughs> So, it's a date? Well, not exactly. I, I wouldn't take you on a first date to Taffy's. So where would you take me then? Eat snow cones downtown. Maybe dinner on a riverboat. Hmm. That all sounds nice, but... Would you take me home? Uh, which is the main restaurant in Chuckalisa because we saw it in we saw it in season one a couple of times, and we do get a cameo from waitress, uh, Patrice Woodbine, Patrice Woodbine. Uh, who says, "Nigga, you gonna pay, you better be paying for this date because I know you I know your white ass got some money." But um, Derek says that his um dad thought that he was gay for wanting to be a cheerleader, but Derek was like, "Oh uh, no, nah, I because I saw the first season of Euphoria." I am a peeping tom. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to look up the skirts and not down at the dicks. I'm not hey, my name is not Nathaniel. Hey, um, hey, yeah, we gotta we gotta stop like uh gender rolling these jobs. Men can be cheerleaders, they can be hairdressers, they mm-hmm. can be nurses and not be gay. Mm-hmm. Well look at you, Devin. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Mm. I agree with everything you said. Right, thank you. But you cannot not have facial hair. But proceed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, right on. Okay. So um, Keyshawn notices a bruise on his face, and he says it was a cheer accident. More on that later. Uh, but he does tell her his idea of a good date would be to go out and eat snow cones, which is akin to ice cream. So Jamel was immediately disgusted. Right. She was like, that is not a date. And so she, so Jamel Although, definitely would not wait. kiss him. She might go because it's a white boy. So. Now, when she went kiss him, they eat no. snow cones, so she went kiss him. Right, he's not right. that cute. Right. Mm. right. He's not that, that cute. That is a good question. I never asked you if the white devil no. was attractive. No. I no, think I think I think uh, he was already ruled out when we when he found out when we knew that he was being her and found out that he was a white man. Yeah, oh, I could yeah, never like yeah like I knew yeah I knew he was a is it was abusive before I saw him so I was just like well. You didn't really have a chance. I mean, sorry to the actor. I'm sure he's very nice, but like, right. yeah, nah, right. bro, I'm good. <laughs> so Keisha asks him. She looks around the restaurant, sees all the black, sees ain't there but black folks in there, and um, and he's only white boy. And Keisha asks her, "Well, hey, you gonna take me to go to get snow cones and ice cream? But would you take me home because I am a nigger?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you yeah. hadn't noticed. <laughs> and he's just like, would you like another uh, uh, snow cone? Bacon uh, fries. <laughs> want some more bacon fries? You want some more food? Because uh, we, uh, I'm dropping you off at your house and that's it. <laughs> and that, we're not, yeah. Mm. Also, right. I love bacon fries. Delicious. Mm. Wendy's had those Baconator fries from Wendy's. My nipples are hard. Mm. Okay. I might, I might make some beef bacon fries later. This nigga I- here. I didn't say... <laughs> Make I said Wendy, Gary <laughs> Thomas's daughter, well, as great I don't eat pork. Yeah, and no, can. I do not look like the Wendy's girl either. Oh, you yeah. know what? I didn't even think you fucking told me. Right. I am you gonna go that. ahead on and continue with your notes, Juwan. Keyshawn <laughs> and the evil shit. stepmother get into it over daddy because apparently she stole him from her ghetto ass mama, which 
Can you get some pigtails next episode? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Mom, how did James woo you? <laughs> the letters? Postcards? Well, nah, no, I know no DMs. It was quick, instant. Okay. I served him a drink on the airplane. That was it. Sometimes you just know. You forgot about the part where you served his wife the drink first. I understand how, from your perspective, it may seem one way. You'll learn one day. Everything ain't always what it seems. I know it wasn't some fucking fairy tale. Excuse me. The movie you got in your head is is missing some scenes. Kishon, you don't know everything. What I do know is that you're a home wrecker turned homemaker. Mm. Go upstairs. But I was just telling the truth. Go the fuck to your room. Bitch, you got me like all the way fucked up. I may look bougie, but I will bust out a Beretta real quick. I see you just like your mama. That's why James left her. Bitch! And speaking of you, Jamel, in your, which sounded pretty close to your accent, she yells at Keyshawn to go to your room. Well, but, uh, can you do it? Do it. I can't remember how she said it, but go to your room. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, but before, but uh, they also have a little bit of a food fight because she threw the mashed potatoes at they threw mashed potatoes at each other. And later that evening, we do see um, Keyshawn's father, who tells mm-hmm. Keyshawn to take a family photo like she's not in the family. I, w- I want to pause there. Do y'all but, think who who was in the wrong in that? The daddy. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about the fight. Um, oh. Well, I think equally it was equal because time, was time, and pla- time and place, you know. I feel like Keyshawn was totally in the wrong. I mean, I mean I, yeah, but still, yeah, again, because nobody asked her that. any of that bullshit. Yeah, you can feel that way about how she was telling the story, but one, she's an adult. Mm. You're a child. Mm. Shut the fuck up, and this would have never happened. You know what? But don't we supposed to be encouraging black girls to speak up when they feel like they're uh, wrong or she anything? She wasn't. Um, don't speak during grown folks' business. Right. Mm. That, that, like, just shutting the fuck up will help a lot of times. Mm. Okay. I feel. I, I mean, I feel you, but I, I do think it was like a. It's a both it, sides thing for me. Yeah, I could. I felt like the stepmother probably could have handled it a little bit better because said like, you know what? I understand how you feel. But this is not the time to talk about this. We can have that discussion later on, uh, later on, and we can hash it out. But we're trying to have a nice family evening, okay? She yeah. was shading her for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's heavily implied that Keyshawn's father is being creepy, to say the least, with Alicia. Mm-hmm. Gross. Because she looked incredibly uncomfortable. Right. I don't want to say it was outright molestation but it was definitely going he, that direction yeah he probably just isn't like touchy-feely yes so but now i, I want to pause as someone who is very touchy-feely that is not fair to say because that nigga is gross i feel you well I feel you. yeah okay all yeah. right 
I, I feel you, Devin, because I'm a little, because I can be touchy feely as well, you know, not to like be inappropriate, but you know, it's a down south thing. I'm a hugger. Right. You know, we like we go up to somebody, we you know, pat a shoulder, a hug, a rub, a rub a shoulder, and it doesn't make anything. But this motherfucker was like all on her and groping like, her he and was her grabbing, grabbing her waist and shit. Yeah, right. that was that was a lot. Okay, I right. take your point, Devin. I take right. your point. But but in the but in the context of the narrative of this episode though, did you think there was a little bit too much of tact or uh, too tacked on? Because it seemed well, it was Well this that's just what P Valley is. Okay. Mm, extra. Yeah, yeah it P just Valley is, just lives in the extra. Yeah, it just, yeah, it did feel a little extra to me to extra to me. I don't not that I minded it, but it like Because they're probably not even gonna ever revisit it. That that you know, that's a good point. So, you know, why not just show it like so show it here? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Prince, but maybe and, and now that I think about it, maybe it does speak to why again why Keyshawn feels the way she does about her skin tone and her children. Like she's seeing that her father has this uh, love for the lighter skin, so maybe it's like hmm, maybe that's what men want. I understand where you're yeah. going, but there's also attention and there's also negative attention because it looks like because she had a look right, of concern right. on her face. Yeah, right. As well for that, but I mean, she didn't speak up. But of course, in this episode, there's no time for that. It was that's not what they were talking about. Right. But I feel, but I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, and that does happen too. So um, so uh, Prince in Quinsu Ocha, um, <laughs> shows it. shows up with um shows up to take Kishan within to the dance. Um, uh, surprisingly, a with, colored yeah. woman. <laughs> He he brings her a dress and glass slippers, mm-hmm. and he's he in love sp- with the coco. <laughs> yeah, I had a sh- shout out to Nina. I was thinking about her this uh, episode when that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Baking soda. Um, so he's gonna take her to the Krakatoa, and the family and her family, especially her daddy, is looking like who is this white boy? And at the mm-hmm. dance, and the dance, which is by the way, it, Wayne Cow's plantation. I don't know if y'all caught that. Yep, they um, said they're always on a plantation. Mm-hmm. And that's the only plantation of Chuckalisa. So um, all the white folks are looking is like, who is this black bitch? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and we do see uh, inter- interspersed scenes between the um, two uh, parties uh, where the cracker toe is shown to be a little bit more formal and the nigger toe is just lit. Yeah, the, that they obviously had more fun at the, at the black one. Mm, right. There was a lot of twerking going on. And I, I mean, appreciated it. That's what we do. We're dancing people. <laughs> right. right. We are uh, us niggas are <laughs> musical people. <laughs> <laughs> so my I can say that because I'm black. hmm My question to Jamel is uh, were you a debutante? You know I was a debutante. <laughs> you know I, I was a debutante. Look, look I have it. been presented to society. <laughs> yes. I was in a cotillion. I was Miss Ads and Miss Patrons. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely will. You you know, well, you've never met my mother, but she is uh, incredibly Southern Belle. Mm. Um, and it wasn't with Jack and Jill because my parents have a very interesting relationship with Jack and Jill. They didn't really like it. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's fine. But, um, yeah, they like. Did they go up the hill to fetch the pail of water? <laughs> okay, so you don't know what Jack and Jill is. No. That's right. That's fine. But uh, I'm not even going to explain it. But um, yeah, what? like um, yeah, no um, through um, you know, I'm an AKA. My mom was an AKA, is an AKA too. Um, what? so I got presented through 
uh, her chapter. Yeah. Well, trust me, it's um, uh, it's gonna it's gonna happen here as well, cause um, mm-hmm. uh, and also when you break up Jack and Jill, like Selena asked me about Jack and Jill, and I said fuck no. Yeah, my <laughs> mom, and you delete this, or you can okay, put it on I, the Patreon either way, but either way, like. Okay, so um, just as Keyshawn and um, and Quinsu Ocha are <laughs> about to kiss under the crack <laughs> under the Krakato, like Jamil did at that whiteboard at her high school. Thank um, you. Did you see how disgusted that mom was? Yes. That was yes, everything. So she, yeah, she gave her that look and broke it up. And and Derek reveals that that bruise he held in his eye earlier came from his father because he's the one with the bite. Mom is the one with the bark. So he gets beat by his dad because he's abusive and revealing that trauma. And Keyshawn starts playing in the snow figuratively and literally mm. uh, because later on they started fucking and I was and disgusted. Was his first time. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, he was, he I'm like, assuming it was her too. And he was, Maybe. It was the end. Mm. Mm. So we so we fast forward to 2020 where Keyshawn is eight months pregnant eating a chocolate moon pie and, it, right, and then Quinsu Ocha is broke uh, with the only thing to offer is some hand-me-down burp rags. And to be fair. Hey, look, was, my mom got sound, me this. She did sound ungrateful. <laughs> she definitely you was don't have, like, you, you don't know have I am bougie. This. I am not putting my job in this. Like, okay, right. girl, but you're living you're living in... In a duplex? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That no, they didn't even get the duplex. Or, oh, oh, they no, they got daddy. the duplex. Her dad, her dad had got the duplex for him. And they yeah. didn't help because, you know, black. Yeah, his cousin right. was black, yes. Oh, and uh, just as an aside, we actually do have a timestamp where we know because we, we do know that this episode is taking place on August 12th, uh, 2017, because the TV in the background on the news is talking about the Unite the Right rally. Which is oh. uh, probably more known to you, to um, um, both you and um, Devin, as the white supremacist march on I Charlottesville, know what it was. Virginia. The you will not, not replace us rally. Were they right. were there tiki torches? That's what yes, were, and that was that. There was? were tiki torches, and there were good people on both sides, apparently. Mm-hmm. So wonderful uh, Americans. <laughs> right, right, right. This motherfucker. So. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn rightfully calls Derek's broke ass out for not contributing and that her daddy had to buy the apartment and he flips out, shows his true colors and says she traps him and basically starts choking her. Getting and, racist. Right. Calls her a backwoods bitch. I mean, I heard nigger. What did y'all do? thousand percent. That, yep, I heard he that He said too. that with the hardest of ERs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You nigger and your regime trapped me mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened right so Kishan tries to go back to her step family but evil step mama uh, won't allow her inside tells her to own up to her choices own your choices as uh, Condola mm. would say and that the daddy agrees even though she ain't asked him and, yep. cl- and closes the door in her face uh, so my only I would have asked. I would have asked my dad first. I would not have just left. Yeah, that's probably true. She should have. I don't. I won't say she would try harder, but yeah, she should at least have tried to find a way to go to her. Yeah, dad. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna put like any sort of onus on Keyshawn, 
Mm. I'm just saying, like, bro, come on, girl, ask. Like, talk to your dad before you just listen to the evil stepmom. But I'm right. not gonna, I'm not gonna like blame her for you know going back to an abuse, like because sometimes it's like you ain't got no other option. It's so sad to say. Right. So, do you think we'll ever that we will uh, see Keyshawn's family again either Probably. in this season or? Okay, okay. I was wondering because they did play a role in the narrative i would think if we, not we, we'll see that we'll see her stepsisters yeah i'm thinking we probably see her sister maybe alicia mm-hmm, um, they seem to have a pretty nice relationship yeah maybe she finds out about the tour or something or they mm-hmm, she I comes think she did, wasn't she didn't she like show up in atlanta i don't One know of the sisters okay I don't know. all right maybe i'm making that up okay go ahead mm-hmm. but uh so Keyshawn returns back to the duplex um uh, and he's laid and Derek's laid down a bed of persimmons, I think the flowers were, on the floor <laughs> of the nursery and mm. tearfully apologizes and promises to never do it again. We know that doesn't Spoiler last long. Alert. Yeah. Mm. So uh, and so this is why I'm gonna bring this up because one of the things that Katori said she wanted to explore was the narrative of passed down trauma with Derek's character and. And she wanted to slip in that he also or that he came from an abusive home and that he's continued this cycle. So do you think with the knowledge of what she as a writer wanted to do, do you think that he could be somewhat sympathetic or? No. Look, OK, well, you no, reason, And I'll explain why. OK, when we get well, to it. Well, the reason I ask is because you were we were because remember how we discussed Nathaniel in mm-hmm. our euphoria coverage? Where he and was I abusing Maddie. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't um, let off his neck either. Okay, okay, okay. I was just wondering. Okay. Mm-mm. Look, I will never give the white man the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say that. But hurt people, hurt people. But at some point, you have to be a motherfucking man yep. and realize that you have a problem and go talk to somebody and see a mm-hmm. motherfucking therapist because there you, you are a piece of shit if you ever raise your hand to any woman ever especially a black woman i mean mm-hmm. that goes without saying but yes <laughs> so shout shout out to devin shout out to devin for, uh, for that so um so we flash forward to the present day in the aftermath of um Kishana being attacked by rome she returns home to chukalisa and broke as in quinsu ocho cha and their son is acting distant, <laughs> but Covering Derek with a blanket and stuff. Right. And Derek is playing it off. And later she takes the three year old, the son, to the doctor and finds out that he's had to get a, a dislocated elbow reset. And the nurse also discovers that he's bruised all over his back. And, mm-hmm. Excuse me. And the doctor and the nurse are kind of giving each other a look, but they don't really, they don't do anything about it for real. But, yeah, uh, like, what the fuck? What? Like, bro, you need to ask her some questions. Right. Uh, even, right. Though, even though we know she wasn't the one that did it, like, you mm-hmm. need to ask some questions. Right. And uh, Kishan confronts Derek about the injuries, but he's like, I'm trying to go to a fake interview. And I ain't got time. Right. I, don't, I don't have time. Yeah. Um, uh, Keyshawn calls him out again, tells him that he can do whatever he wants wants to her, but don't put your hands on my children. Three and, years old. Mm-hmm. And the oh, baby so is only like one. I'm about to say he beating the baby too. Let's not let's not smooth that over. Yeah, the baby's only like one. Is uh, the uh so. 
So she tries to tell him about generational trauma and and wounds that don't heal, but his dumb ass don't understand nothing but a closed fist, and he goes full in Quintsu Ocha and attacks her and threatens to burn her face with the with an iron mm-hmm. and calls her a black bitch for a good measure. Mm-hmm. Um I'll discipline my kids how I want to. Yeah. And she basically, she's begging him to stop and saying just not the face. And he does stop reluctantly, but saying, yeah, like you said, saying he'll discipline his children like he wants and he leaves. So, yeah, just like, well, yeah, I guess I don't have no job, so. <laughs> right. Can't fuck up your money maker. Right. So y'all believe that that is the only reason why he didn't? Because he knows yeah, he's a broke boy. I think so. Well, I, I think I so. Know. Because he knows he ain't got no fucking job and he has to rely on her for everything. Right. Right. So my only question at this part is this nigga is going to get killed soon, right? He's got to die. He has to die. I'm I'm looking at you, (laughs) Wody. So that's my next question. Who's going to do you think going to do it? Him or Um, Diamond? I think she will. Mm. But honestly, honestly, I want I want Keyshawn to do it. Yeah, I think it'll be her. Okay. I want Keyshawn to do it because she deserves because that 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 man is horrible. Putting your child your hands on a baby? Mm-hmm. No, you got to go. Right. Yeah. So this last but that lets you section. also know how deep the racism sits because not he like disassociates them from being his children. He mm-hmm. just looks at them as nigga kids basically mm-hmm. like they not even his you know what if, if he had a white if if they were if those kids were white i bet he wouldn't have done that absolutely Ooh. not now his cuz cuz they will be um they will be coddled or owned by a uh, owned mm-hmm. or by the grandparents um right so mm-hmm. they wouldn't allow that mm-hmm. uh how by the way uh during this thing how much did y'all cheer when she called that nigga a child I mean, she played oh, oh, she that, got that off some bars. She got oh, some yeah, bars she, off. Because mm. she was just like, yeah, I got to um, yeah, I got to go to an interview. He was just like, you ain't going to get it. All right. Like, she went full, uh, what's, what's, uh. Kind of a callback to, yeah, right, I know what you're about to say. that I can't stand. Yep. Yeah, I, I loved it, but I was so sad because I was just like, oh, I know he's going to be her ass. I know, I yeah, I saw it coming right when she said it. I saw it when she said it. Yeah, but I I loved what she said. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap this uh wrap the episode up yeah, um, yeah, yeah. to uh what I call Wody's revenge. So back in Atlanta, Wody goes to talk to Rome under the guise of discussing business and it's really a full blown orgy going on in there. Yeah. Just gross. Speaking of hero gasm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit just got me uh I me feel a little lightheaded over here, bro. Hmm. You ever seen somebody die before, bro? You already know I seen my mama die, man. Hmm. You know that. Death ain't pretty, is it? It F&G made your mama look hella fine for God or, or the devil. <clears throat> nah, hey, my mama in heaven, nigga. You best believe that. <clears throat> so, how you want to be buried? What, nigga? Might be able to have an open casket. Your body won't be like the nigga who sister shot him in the face with the shotgun. Or the woman who hanged us there. 
about it and hung on the rope for weeks. So by the time we got to her, uh, her body had rotted and fallen to the floor. <laughs> Dill can be obvious. She can also be a sneak ass bitch. <coughs> Hold on, boy. <clears throat> you ain't feeling so good, is you? Conversation from here on out, all right? What is little movie you got? What you talking about, man? You ain't got no movie. That ain't what I heard. Keyshawn told me everything. And I do mean everything. Some girl and girl action, and what would he offer him? Some of that white girl, not the ones that Devin uh, appreciates. Right. Don't ever take the panties off that bitch, guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Takes the panties off the bitch and offers him that primo shit. Right. Uh, Rome, no, Romy, 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 do that primo shit. Oh, it is primo. <laughs> right. right. So, he ruins that. He ruined his ass. Mm. So Rome seems slightly suspicious and asks Wody to hit it first, and he does. But he does one of the lines that was already on the mirror. No, nah, he didn't do any of them. He just kind of like placed his nose and oh, I thought he did one. Oh, I thought he did. Nah, he didn't. Yeah, he, do, did. he didn't do a line at all. He didn't oh, do a line at all. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And um. Listen, Wody's the king. Right. And but Rome does the two lines that that Wody gave him. Yeah, O.D. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Wody starts asking him about, Miss, about what happened with Mississippi. And Rome doesn't confess to anything, saying she's, like we said earlier, she's a dime a dozen. But what about the murder tool? Say, well, murder can just open for one of my new artists, because don't nobody know that nigga. And he mm-hmm. sucks. He, he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then... That snowfall starts to hit, starts to hit, <laughs> and Rome is like is getting sleepy, and this is when right, and this is when uh, Wody goes full tales just, from the hood. Just starts talking. Yeah, Grim that Reaper movie style. terrifies me. I saw that in the theaters as a child, and I still I, haven't been able to watch that. God There's, damn, I, I was forgot. Actually, yeah, I, I was actually if you ever seen it, but damn, I Spears have never versus, seen it. I have. Ooh, wow. There's one where I, I'm like like this. There's this little kid. And oh yeah, yeah. That that shit fucked me up for weeks. You want to draw little? You want to draw little pictures, making me look like a monster? That shit was I I man. Ooh, my mama regretted taking about. me into that theater. Mm-hmm. Maybe we put on. Maybe we put on a schedule since Jamel no, never seen it. No, please don't. Please don't. Please <laughs> don't. Okay. 
But um, I'd but, rather um, watch Rogue One three more times. <laughs> Damn, you feel that strongly? Okay, yeah. okay. But you actually do have to watch it three times. So. Oh my um, god. So, so um, Vody is uh guy basically guiding this nigga to his own death, revealing that he gave him fentanyl, which mm. is where I was gonna bring up how when I said earlier about them bringing these little 2020 isms into the mm-hmm. uh, into the into the uh, show because fentanyl was it's one of the le- it is big and it was one of the leading leading causes of overdose deaths uh in 2019 and 2020 everything i have heard about fentanyl tells me i don't think i would ever like to take it it just seems like once you take it you die like mm. do you even feel anything before you go because like he even looked like he well, he looked like he wasn't having no good time. I'm just like, why why are people even taking fentanyl? Why does it exist? Mm. I don't understand. Right, and like the cause real like, problematic drug dealers are the ones in those uh, high uh, towers. Book. Yeah, that yeah. are not getting persecuted or prosecuted for their actions. But talk about it, Devin. That's right. And uh, but yeah, it's it was a cause of a lot of a lot of overdose death. Uh, for over fentanyl in the black community. Um, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, because you know that's what took him yeah, out. Also, uh, more and uh, more recently, uh, a football player in Jamel's neck of the woods on the Ravens recently OD'd over oh, yeah, that's some true. cocaine with oh. uh, laced with fentanyl. Y'all mm. don't do drugs. Right. Don't Just smoke don't. crack. Don't mm. do it. Just right. Please don't. Right. So or if y'all you do drugs, so you can to the podcast. do weed. Mm. Yeah. Or eat it. <laughs> Smoke plants, eat plants. Mm. Let's, yeah. let's move on. So as Rome slowly passes away, Woody reveals that Keyshawn told him everything and night night nigga. And he right, you he, wanna go I'm night night nigga? You I'm gotta go take night your night phone nigga. and delete this video and uh, Right. <laughs> Cause he does pocket the phone. A lot of people didn't notice that. I did, did not notice that either. Yeah, uh-huh. he, yeah, he was putting in his pocket. He picked it up. You kind of see him pick up some on the table. They don't mm-hmm. and put it in his pocket while he's walking out. Uh, Rome falls over, presu- presumably dead, as the orgy um, guests rush and uh, Wody gives us a wink in the camera uh, and lights out. And also, uh, was everybody just like? So nigga, y'all not gonna just gonna let this nigga walk by? Like, he was like, uh, I guess that nothing happened between yeah, those I guess guys. So. Everybody's like, everybody know he a piece of shit. You know, that's what it is. Right. So in the end, Rome is the savior and the white knight of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not well, Rome. Wody is, is the savior in right. the white knight episode. So, but my question, last question here is, do y'all think Rome is really dead, or do you think that maybe he was would have been revived? No, that nigga's dead. I hope so. I hope he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I hope so too. And that is the end of the episode. However, comma. We do have some feedback. Oh yeah. But but I need to get serious for a few minutes. So if, before we get into the uh, feedback proper, I want to discuss a matter of um, some seriousness in relation to this episode of P Valley. And I've been given permission to share something here. And I wanted to make some space to do that. My wife, Selena, who I frequently reference and whom listeners, you may also have heard speak on one of our Atlanta episodes, wanted to share something with the podcast. 
and I'm going to try to get through this without being too emotional, but several years before she and I met, she was a victim of, of a particularly violent incident of domestic abuse. It's, it was something that we discussed when we started dating, and it was something that, of course, was known by, clo- by our close friends and, and family members down here. But a couple of years ago, she made the decision to share her story with the world, uh, so to speak, by writing an essay about it, which she's given me permission to read an excerpt from. So in her words, it was December 16, 1999, well, well after 9 p.m. The movie You've Got Mail, a movie that I still refuse to watch, was just past the opening scene. We had argued earlier that day, the eve before the last day of my co-op over a Christmas gift that I could not afford to buy him. The following semester, I was scheduled to return to Tennessee State University. He didn't like that. He accused me of leaving to be with another guy and buying Christmas gifts for said imaginary guy. He was enraged the personification of pure hatred. I grew more and more afraid, but I, as a passenger in his moving vehicle that afternoon, I didn't feel there was much I could do. I knew it was time to leave the relationship. All I wanted was to get my belongings from his apartment. The plan was to wait until he left for his meeting and I would call a cab and disappear. But the cab did not arrive in time. I was trapped. I tried to hide my bag and act normal, but it didn't matter. He was still livid from earlier that day. I put my jacket on, draped my duffel bag across my body, picked up my cell phone, and headed out of the door and down the steps. I called a friend to ask that he meet me at the gas station down the street. That friend heard my cries, screams, and pleas to neighbors for help by calling the police. My assailant used my duffel bag to drag me up the flight of concrete steps back into his apartment. He body slammed me over a coffee table, breaking the table. I began to pray. I asked the Lord to forgive me for my sins and let my parents know that I love them. He straddled me between my legs and choked me instructing you better pray because only God can save you tonight. I found the strength to kick him off and crawled to the front door. He pulled me back in and continued the beating. I crawled to the door again, but this time it was locked. He pulled me back once more on my knees. He he swung closed fist connecting with my left eye. My body buckled and I crumbled to the floor. I thought other times he bragged under his alter ego show enough of his knockouts in his amateur boxing days. Tasting my own blood, I lie there daring not to move, recognizing that my only chance to make it out alive was to pretend to be unconscious. The movie continued playing in the background. Tom Hanks realized that he may have found his true love while I realized 
the man that I that claimed to pledge his love to me left me on his living room floor bleeding, simply saying, you'll be all right. I still lay there as the movie's closing credits ended. Eventually, he decided to take me to the hospital. As he struggled to get my limp body out of the truck, an officer came over to help. Seeing my condition, he asked, ma'am, who did this to you? I pointed at my assailant. I didn't see him again until court 13 months later. So um, she wrote that on Medium a couple of years ago and um and and shared that um and um yeah um so she gave me permission to read that and i will be posting it in in the uh in the show notes along with the conclude another conclusion to this story that i'm about to get into right now because um so um on february 18th 2020 um i me I accompanied my wife to the state capitol for a party. Did you kill him? To a, for a party hearing because the guy wanted the conviction off of his record and he wanted his rights restored, including his gun rights, which was that was that was written in the uh, argument about why he wanted the pardon. He wanted his gun rights restored because he had the conviction on his record. Um, no, no, I didn't confront him or anything. But he was in the room with us as far as like the hearing room with us in front of the judges. But I didn't confront him or anything. But I was sitting there hot. I was internal. Yeah, because I, I would have been like, you can get some gun rights. All right. And uh, but uh, Selena, she she gave a very inc- um, eloquent and impassioned speech to the board of judges in detail about what he did to her and the lingering trauma that it left her with in the year since I was so proud of her that day. I was so proud of her for um, standing up and facing her attacker again in open court. Um, by the way, he was denied a, a pardon. Oh, God bless. And he was promptly escorted out. And after it was confirmed that he uh, had, that he left the building and left the vicinity, uh, we went home. Um, and she was she it was the weight was lifted off her shoulder. She was at peace. And the next day we went to Maryland uh, and D.C. for a week. Because you remember when I was there that second time and we That's didn't get a chance to hook up. You? Oh, okay. okay. That second okay. time. Okay. Um, that was that was that trip. Um, so she she couldn't be here to she couldn't be here tonight to speak to speak on herself um, because uh, she's busy. Actually, I think she is on stairs, but never mind. She don't need to come down here for this. But. But uh, so she's not here to speak on it for herself, but she wanted me to share it because of the content of this week's episode uh, and to give some personal context to the audience about uh, the experience of domestic abuse. And really because I've been seeing some flippant and insistent comments out there about Keyshawn. Oh, we're um, not even we're not even going to breathe life into yeah, those. Right. Nope. Don't even but, talk about them. We're not reading life in those. Just to suffice to say, it's not as simple as black and white. No pun intended. But mm-hmm. I'm incredibly grateful for my wife's strength and her resilience and that she was able to over to triumph over her trauma 
And while the physical star scars are long gone, sometimes when we when watching shows that unexpectedly deal with this type of subject matter, it can still trigger. But that but um that being said, I don't wish a motherfucker would, but hmm. I do have gun rights and the guns that go with them. We need some more patrons so we can get uh Juwan some bail money. <laughs> right. Okay, because we will absolutely finance that bail money. I know a lot of lawyers. Hmm. Not Shout a jury in Jewish, the world gonna convict you. Lawyer Marcus. Yes. Matter of fact, yeah, there we go. We have a we <laughs> we have a podcast lawyer. Okay. Hey Marcus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put him on retainer. But um mm-hmm. but I just invite the our listeners to read her story. I'm gonna put it all in the show notes and take some meaning from it. And also, and I'm sure our listeners don't, but anyone that does maybe have a mindset like this, just think before judging someone else's situation. Even don't fi- make me cuss you out again. I got some more and I got some more in the tank <laughs> if I need to. Right. right. And and even fictional characters don't judge because these story because these stories are not all are not all made up. They come from mm. somewhere. And Absolutely. They come from so um. And honestly, it's and I'm I appreciate your wife being able to Absolutely. share that it's something that's way too prevalent in our society with all these men out here being bitch ass niggas, mm. and it is a problem not only in our community but everywhere. And it's just disgusting. Like. Niggas. Horrible. Mm. Horrible. <laughs> Thank you, Disgusting. Devin. Right. And now that I brought the podcast completely down, uh, let's go ahead and get into this feedback. And I do have to take a sip of this unironically because my throat is dry. So Amen. Uh, Jamel, Amen. would you like to add? I uh, will go ahead and start. Uh, hit up Raven. <laughs> Raven's back, y'all. <laughs> okay. <Hey, boo. laughs> Raven's back. Um, She says, I'm going to read it exactly how she wrote it. Okay. Very interested episode. Real twist that dude killed him protecting murder. I hate that child services was not involved with the bruises on the child. Okay, Mm -hmm. I did say that. Um, Mm -hmm. And the way Mississippi acts makes makes black women look weak to a white man. She could have went for that iron before he did. She looks pathetic and some... Girl, are we really going to do this again? (sighs) Okay, Raven. Wait, no, I'm not even done. But the season is definitely giving me more than I would have thought from watching the first episode. Girl. Girl, so we go from homophobia... (laughs) To victim blaming? Sis, my good sis, you're not about to just blame Keyshawn for getting beat up or for, oh, why didn't she do more? Girl. I will just, say. No, we I said just, we're not going to breathe life into I this. No, 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 not about that. Ridiculous. That's some. Uh, but I do want to talk about one thing that she did. Oh, for two. One thing that she did, like, uh, bring up was the whole them not detaining or asking questions of Keyshawn. Like, That's how did the that, only how thing did that, that happen? I, yes. Yeah, they should have definitely detained Keyshawn or asked Keyshawn, or hey, took love, the kids away. What is, what, what is this? You know, but no, she didn't do that. But no, we have to talk about, oh, well, why didn't she do more? Girl. I'm not breathing more life into that. Let's just move on. Do you have any more feedback? Because that's some bullshit, what she just said. <laughs> Yes. You are um, 0 for 2 on feedback, Raven. <laughs> Lord, Lord, One for Lord. three. One for three. Mm-hmm. So we do <laughs> have a... She didn't like it. 
Yeah, well, that was, I mean, it's okay not to like things, but now, but then she kind of devolved from there. Okay. So, um, we'll see more next week. Thanks, Raymond. Love you. Continue to listen. Um, okay. So we do have, we do have an email. So this is from a friend of the show, Sora Salsa. Hey, boo. Hey, girl. How you doing? So she says, hey, y'all. First, many thanks to Jamil for hitting Raven's homophobic ass up with all those strays in the last episode. Shake my head at her. Ma'am, mm. they still make Just you? Wait. You, and wait. Your, <laughs> you and your bigger than ass can have all the seats. Hashtag not being homophobic. You catching strays in the damn feedback, Raven. God. Because she's trash. I'm sorry to say that about a listener, but you're not going to victim blame on this damn... Th- no! I will say her opinion is trash. She is not a trash person. <laughs> so, Woo Child, this episode is a lot. I enjoyed Clifford's narr- narration, and the episode was ex- excellent in providing the motivation of why Keyshawn has stayed with Derek for so long. I enjoyed her backstory. It makes so much sense why she ever got with Derek in the first place. Question, was there an implication that Keyshawn's father was molesting the light-skinned sister? We talked about that. Yeah. Um, now that Keyshawn is back home, I hope finding out Derek has been the kids gives her strength to leave, hopefully. Um, seeing Keyshawn's stepmother and stepsisters really detail the colorism that affects so many people. We talked about that. I like the storyline about the black and white dance. I'm assuming this is based on a true story in Mississippi. It does this. Yes, it was. It was Morgan Freeman's high school. I forgot about that part. And he did a documentary and paid for integrated palm. Okay. I didn't even, I didn't know about that part. Mm -hmm. And of course, some of the white kids still went to their parents' mayo mayo dance instead. Hmm. Um, Rome, the manager, is, is trash. I figured that the party game was going to end and someone dying, but I didn't think it would be him. He really underestimated Wode, though. I hope he finds the video of Little Murder. Well, he did pick it up, like I said. And yep. that was true. Like you said, Jamel, before he actually died, he did wink at him. Uh, uh-huh. So that was, so yeah, so that was the end of the party game. That's cool. That's pretty cool pickup, but uh, you both of y'all had. Um, of course, Gidget went to, went to the black prom, but I see why she and Keyshawn became friends in high school. She had the strength of Keyshawn, then never let anyone put her down for living in the trailer park. The eye conversation between Wardy and Keyshawn had me dead. Big Teak needs some therapy and, mm. some, and some meds. He's having some mood, some serious mood swings. Yes, I feel like... I feel like having Jocelyn on the Jocelyn on the show was a downgrade, but I guess she's the most well-known of the dancers that were featured in the episode. So she was a stripper? Yeah. Yeah, she started as a stripper. Okay, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would really like to see Uncle uh, Uncle Clifford episode as well as one of Mercedes and Haley. I want his backstory, man. Mm-hmm. Her. Um, Patrice Woodbine. Yes, thank you. Her. her. Sorry. <laughs> Patrice Woodbine worked at the restaurant. That was a nice cameo. I appreciate them showing the unfairness of how Derek was treated when he started the fight uh, versus the black players he beat up. They were suspended and nothing happened to him. That way ha- happens way too often. Uh, I get that this backstory was given to Keyshawn after she was introduced, but no, but no way, and I mean no way, would Derek be able to pass as that young. They are saying that Keyshawn was in high school when she got pregnant, and since her son isn't five yet, they're supposed to be in their 20s. The actor playing Derek looks damn near 40. I don't think he looks that old. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hair was the only thing they tried to do to age him. Yeah, I think it's what it is, but I guess life has been hard for him. Love the show. You know what? I think that um, Keyshawn is 21. I believe that Keyshawn is supposed to be 21. because the She show, seems like she's young. The show, the, the show is taking place in 2020. 
So um and I, so last year she would have been night so she would have been twenty um when the when the episode aired when these first season aired and one more and one more random thought from Miss Salsa so she emailed back uh just a quick just a little quip she says the ending was a little trite but I like the way Wody was the one to get rid of Rome the show has always portrayed Wody as being a, a bit inept and not the right person to manage little murder I wouldn't say that though I think no. he's just quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he just doesn't have. He didn't have all the connections. Um, mm-hmm. But he he gonna have them now. Yeah, there you go. You got that black book now. Yeah, you got the black book, as well as being a little off. They handled the business. I'm glad he looked out for Keyshawn. That send off he gave Rome was kind of epic. I think it adds to the theme of the season and highlights a thin line between living the between the living and the dead. Apparently, due to some type of technical difficulty in the Skype recording, I lost the latter half of Sora Sauce's feedback email and the first part of the Skype poll question. But I do want to personally thank Sora Salsa for leaving a very detailed and very nice email. Thank you very much for your messages. Appreciate you. Physical cheating or the emotional cheating. So the results are... Uh, are half and half for they are both the same and the emotional cheating. So, Devin, you're outvoted because 67% of the audience says the physical cheating um, was worse. The sucking peeing on the marital bed, they said the physical cheating was worse. Our audience did. Look, I stand by this. Someone can cheat on you once just for sex. If they emotionally cheating, they're going to keep going back and it's going to be repeated. Hmm. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you about it. And on the Q the Q and A again, I'm not in favor of physically cheating on me. I just want to put that out there. I don't want my my girl or wife sucking dick to someone else. Just want to put that out there. Okay, okay, I feel you. Uh, in the episode unless we have like a Willa Jada type thing, and I can fuck. uh, (laughs) Can we please Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie anytime I want. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Right. If that's okay, I'm okay with that. I don't want to get slapped or sued. So, um, so <laughs> Q and A was um, don't be homophobic was the message, and Candace, uh, friend of the show, said that's it, that's the message. Right mm-hmm. on. Dre, uh, friend of the show, says yes, I agree. There's no need for the homophobia. If someone finds it that difficult, then don't watch the show. <coughs> Raven. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> And and let one last comment comes from Facebook from um from my friend Cook who says that she um hey Cook hey boo she wants to discuss Wody uh she says I didn't like him before but now he is sexy and attractive um like she can't put a finger on it so I guess murder yeah no I know I I I know what you mean (laughs) yeah okay so got only thing I do is kill a nigga okay right. Um, but, uh, Women thank- like bad boys. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you very much, list uh, everyone who sent in comments and sent in feedback. Special thank you to my lovely, beautiful wife, um, Selena, for yes. allowing me to yes, read thank her you so story. Much, Selena. To read her story and share that to the audience, and uh, hopefully um, that will give people you know some insight about how and if she wants to come back and cuss raven out um we're more yeah. than happy to have her <laughs> right i think i will so um girl so um she can have a full a full wagyu ribeye when i cook it she can have a she can have a whole steak um really? 
<laughs> maybe so okay. uh, so listeners if you also want if you do also want to send us feedback you can do so by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com also you can leave us a voicemail at 205-304-1655 you can find the show on facebook by searching for edit it out and you will see the page edit it out with jamel devin and juan and the uh, Facebook group for Edit That Out where we post all the episodes um, after they're released. Uh, on, you can find the, the show on Twitter at Edit That Out 1, on Instagram at, ET, at ETO Pod, and of course on all of your uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, so follow us on there to keep up. That being said, Jamel, where can you find where can we find you on the internet? You can find me not victim blaming on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> on uh, that is uh, Jamel Mybell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. Please, please stop victim victim blaming and stop being homophobic. Please, okay. please. girl. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Love you, Raven, and you too, Jamel. Thank you. Devin, where can they find you? At Twitter. <laughs> At Devin Labar. Try, try not to get my friend dragged on the next podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to have a talk. Talk about it. And... <laughs> And you can find me not victim, definitely not victim blaming, not being homophobic on Twitter at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. Also on uh, TikTok, Cooking for the Gays and Women at Chef JTD. Thank you very, very much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we will talk to you next week for um, episode six of Stars P Valley. Peace. Farewell. Bye bye. Yo, Jim- Raven is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who you coughing at? Oh shit. Who you coughing at? When I was talking, she started coughing. Bitch, like I'm some type of fucking germ. Bitch, I know you ain't coughing at me, ho. Pussy ass bitch, you can't be coughing at me, disrespectful ass bitch. Homeless ass ho. Who you coughing at? Who you coughing at? I know you ain't coughing at me. Like, damn, is that serious right now? I'm a bitch from the streets. I get the money. I get the money. Bitch, give me what you got. I get the money. Bitch, you better be joking.